Dale joins us on the line now for the final round of the Shannons Nationals, which featured the Super Prix at Sandown. And, well, what a way to finish the championship. Yeah, g'day, Craig. It was a massive weekend at Sandown. And like uh, most rounds, this Formula 3 over the last three or four years, the rain played a role as well. But uh, a fantastic championship battle and, and two great drivers, two great ambassadors for Open Wheel in Australia. Um, an Australian versus a POM. You know, we've heard all the stories before, but... It was a great showdown, and we saw uh, Macro and Foster go at it. And congratulations to Joey. He won the championship. He won it fair and square. He was the fastest driver over the weekend. Um, he has been brilliant all year. You know, he started the season at the Clips of 500. You spoke to him after he won and, and, and clean swept that round, but every point available there on the streets of Adelaide. And I spoke to his dad, uh, Ivan, who had come down from the UK for the weekend, and he said, look, when you look back at the season, he didn't win the championship here. He won it at Clipsal. That's where he got the big points advantage, and since then, Macro's had to claw back. So it's been a massive season and a, a great way to finish it with Joey winning the championship. And the Super Prix race as well, Craig, was phenomenal because we saw Mitch Evans take the race win at 15 years of age, and it was a somewhat surprised uh, CEO or chairman of CAMS, I should say, Andrew Papadopoulos, who presented the Gold Star to Joey last night. Um, when we worked out that Mitch Evans is the youngest ever race winner in a gold star race in the 53 years. He won the Super Prix in unbelievably difficult conditions. It was wet, slippery, He'd never driven an F3 car on wet tyres before. He nailed the start. He passed Tim Macro, you know, the 2007 champion, a, a guy with 15 race wins in one of these cars, and we passed him as if he was standing still. Then he passed Joey Foster, his teammate, remember, at BRM, uh, over the outside at Turn 6 at Sandown, which is that fast crest at the top of the hill before they swing down towards Standardong Road. So courageous, brave, attacking move, showing all the, the talent this kid's got. And, you know, we're very, very hopeful from an F3 point of view that he's going to race next year because uh, he'd be brilliant for the championship. And he said he's, he's very keen to do it before he goes overseas. And... He's got age on his side and uh, he's got a very supportive dad and great sponsors. So yeah, his F3 career kicked off pretty well, Craig, winning his uh, first race. It did indeed. The season, well, it came down to the last race, the POM getting the uh, trophy, but it wasn't just the end of the F3 season. It also had the Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge. Yep, final round there, and Matt Kingsley completed uh, an 18-month sort of turnaround from Massive. In fact, it's a pretty similar story to that of Joey Foster, who broke his back two or three years ago in a car crash in uh, uh, the uh, Euro Speedway Lausus in German Formula 3. But Matt Kingsley came back after his crash at Cup of the V8 Utes last year, won the uh, GD3 Cup, just beat Sven Boycott. Didn't have a great round, actually, Matt, but did enough to seal the title. And, uh, you know, that's, it's a remarkable story for him to come back and achieve what he has. And full credit to Matt and his uh, team out of the Gold Coast pulling that. And uh, well done also to Gary Holt, uh, Craig, who won the Australian Manufacturers' Championship. And he's now won the Performance Car, Production Car and Manufacturers' Championship. So Gary's looking pretty good ahead of the Bathurst 12 hour in uh, 2010 in just a few months' time, scarily enough, as uh, he builds up for that. So big weekend at Sandown, and um, it was certainly one where uh, plenty of people walked away with a lot of silverware. Yeah, and just wrapping up... Commodore Cup went to Victorian Brett Holsworth, the brother of Lee, V8 supercar driver. And then, of course, it was uh, a South Australian like yourself, Adam Wallace, who took out the V8 Touring Car National Series. 
Yeah, and good action right throughout the field. And, and got a spare mention for Brett Holdsworth. Great guy. He's been slaving away in Commodore Cup for three or four seasons now and has come agonisingly close to winning the championship twice but never managed to get it across the line. And actually, Lee was calling the races, Lee Holdsworth, at uh, Sandown at the weekend. And uh, it was great to see Brett clinch the championship with Lee in the commentary box and Glenn down in pit lane their dad watching on. So really good story and congratulations to Brett for uh, finally sealing that title. The Shannon's Nationals kicks off again next year on the 6th and 7th of March. Now, Formula 3 shaping up very nicely indeed, so it should be a fantastic season. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Craig. Tony Galea joins us on the line now as his return from the United States of America where he's enjoyed the final round of the NHRA drag racing. And, Toppy, it was uh, an eventful affair over there at Sonoma. It was. It was actually, <clears throat> pardon me, a nail-biting affair, especially in top fuel when you've seen Larry Dixon and Tony Schumacher, who t- uh, Larry Dixon's crew chief happened to be uh, Tony Schumacher's team from last year, Towards the end there, there was a two-point difference to wrap up the season. But uh, we'll quickly just start with the just only the pro ranks. Um, when the final final eliminations, we saw saw a pro, uh, the pro bike guys and uh, uh, heading out in the final, we seen Eddie Craywick <coughs> uh, with the runner-up of Douglas Horn, and then we, we went over to pro, pro stock. Interesting thing with pro stock, uh, the championship was decided on Saturday. Uh, who was uh, Mike Edwards. Mike Edwards had that much of a point difference. All he had to do was qualify the car, and he, he top-qualified with low ET, as well as uh, the high mile per hour. So Mike Edwards wrapped up the uh, 2009 Pro Stock Series with the uh, NHRA. Um, with, well, actually, with the racing on Sunday, the eliminations, we've seen uh, Greg Anderson uh, beat uh, uh, Kurt Johnson. Basically, these, <clears throat> these two guys were... Uh, duking it out all season long and Greg Anson from the Summit Racing he ended up winning it and then we go to the finals of top, uh, Nitro Funny Cars Nitro Funny Cars we seen the top qualifier was just give me two seconds there Craig top qualifier was Ashley Horsehood and then below her was uh, Team Robert Hyde and in the finals we end up seeing Mike Neff he Took out the meeting over uh, her, his teammate Ashley Forsford. Seems like Team Force seemed to be the dominant team all year round. Um, Robert Robert naturally took out the series. Uh, he he was eventually the, the championship leader for, or the championship series winner for 2009. He he yet again he took out the uh, the championship on a Saturday during the qualifying. So he he had that much of a point difference or he had that much of a gain and lead on the points. He, all he had to do was just qualify the car and that was it and they handed him the trophy over on a, on a Saturday afternoon it was pretty good it's good for uh, for Team Force they're, they're on the up and up and like I said then we've seen the final of the, the big boys the top fuel dragsters and it was the newly acquired uh, Antron, uh, newly acquired team of Don Schumacher which was uh, driven by Antron Brown Antron Brown was the winner I mean we've seen Antron Brown this, uh, this year over the season take out a couple of wins which is good he's not doing too bad for a guy who stepped off a pro bike and jump into something like a, a top fuel dragster only like two years ago, and he, he eventually ended up winning over Spencer Massey. It was a good, good final uh, meeting uh, there, Craig. Sounds like it was, as well as uh, getting to the NHRA. You did have a chance to go to West Coast Customs, which uh, a lot of motoring and motorsport fans would have seen the uh, television programs on uh, the, certainly the pay TV channels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, yeah, we see the guys on Discovery Channel on the uh, show uh, Street Rides. I happened to talk to one of the Metal Fab guys, Sean, 
at, at, at the SEMA show at, back in Vegas, and he gave me a, a personal invitation. He said, if you're in the neighbourhood, call in and see us. And I did. I jumped on the chance. I took the, the good old leisurely drive down the Californian freeways. You know what they're like. They're a bit notorious. And we ended up in Corona, and, the, and it's a very, very professional shop. They've got their motor trimming section. They have their uh, metal fab, fab side of it as well as they've got a paint shop as well as they do this section for their, their custom stereos. We actually seen a couple of projects and one project in interest was uh, an ex-NBA pro star, uh, basketball pro star, Shaq O'Neal. He's brought a few cars in at the time and at the moment one of the latest jobs they're going to do for Shaq is a, uh, a late model Mercedes Benz of all things. They do a lot of top end cars like your Porsches, Bentleys and all that and they have high, high profile uh, stars going there like uh, the likes of Paris Hilton, Sylvester Stallone, you name it, they'll go in and they'll pay it. Unfortunately, um, I didn't get to, uh, get to meet the owner, Ryan. Ryan, I mean, he started the business, I think, on $5,000 he borrowed from his grandfather and it sort of grew from strength to strength. So there you go. I mean, that's the insight on that. And um, keep an eye on it because the guys are actually opening up franchises all over the world. They've got one in Qatar and Saudi Arabia. They've got uh, two in uh, Germany and they've got a couple in Japan there. So the popularity of their show is sort of, like of, of spread overseas. Mm, that is interesting, isn't it, Toppy, to see the uh, global world now, not just the local one. Well, Toppy, we're looking forward to some of your reports throughout the summer on the Australian drag racing scene. We're glad yeah. you had a safe trip. Yeah, no worries. I did. Thanks to everyone and thanks to all the guys in HRA. Just uh, one thing, we'll, uh, the first uh, first race of next year's NHRA will be the 50th annual Craig uh, uh, O'Reilly NHRA wish on the winner national will, will be at Pomona. All right, then, Toby, we look forward to catching up with you throughout the Australian Andra Drag Racing yeah, Championship we'll season. Thanks, Craig.